Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy of Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress is preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello, my gorgeous thriving souls. Welcome back. Today on the Synergy Thrive Podcast, we are going to simplify spirituality. Might seem a little bit like a hard task, but don't worry. We are going to have some conversation all around what we can really do to be more in touch with this part of ourselves and to spark that place within yourself to be able to guide yourself into the the place where you have more connection and the place where you have a little bit more of a hold and feel like you have some ability of control. This feeds into every other area of the mind and the body and how we respond and it's a central hold in the cascade that begins with the events all around the effect of that synergy system that we talk about here. So welcome and here's where I'm going to start. We're just going to jump right in for you. So I will say that my study of spirituality is, is deep. And for me, it started under a complete pressure cooker of circumstances that unfolded within my life that really led me into a place where I just was searching for something that felt like the truth. Growing up as a person who was in church in Christianity and all of it just, I I understood and I heard it, but it was not deeply resonating with me. There was not a connection there that I wanted. Um, There wasn't a connection there that I felt like should have been there. So I looked harder and as the events unfolded, I began to just dig and dig and read and consume at an insane rate, um, books and materials and scripture and everything just looking for some piece that I felt like I needed to have in place for myself. And what I found was an unfolding and a connection and an experience that I felt was so important and so necessary and something that I want to continue, um, not only for myself, but to, to show others that this is possible and to layer in these experiences and these, these light bulb moments in a way that 
it makes sense to others, including my own children, right? Like this is so important. So let me take you back to 2015. This was the start of the pressure cooker of events. Um, It started with the birth of my daughter after years of struggling with infertility. I was finally able to, to have a daughter and my struggle with infertility is something that I'm sure that I will end up discussing on the podcast at some point, but I know it is a a struggle that many, many of us have, and it was especially brutal. Um, and I finally felt so much relief and happiness when I was finally able to bring my daughter into this world. And that was in 2015. Um, three months later, I got a call that was pretty much my worst fear come to life. Um, it was the call that my father had been diagnosed with stage four cancer and they were giving him at the most six months to live. And as a child, and this is a whole other discussion as well, but, you know, I had a lot of generational trauma around heart disease and early death. And we had multiple family members who had had horrible health, um, especially concerning their cardiac health and died at early ages. And so my father was a smoker growing up. I would cry and cry saying, you're going to give yourself cancer. Please stop smoking. Um, And he would say things like, you have to die from something. And I'm probably not going to live to be 60 anyway, based on my family. And it was just this thing that was always there. It was a fear from when I was little. So he actually stopped smoking. He actually stopped smoking. Yet um, he had lung cancer when he like, maybe 15 years later. So that in the context of having such huge changes in within my life and becoming a new mom and having the pressures and the changes that came along with that. And the next thing that happened was that I started a brand new job and my brand new job was an amazing job, one that I still hold, but you know, the call that I got was about my father was three days before starting this brand new job and doing the job that I do. I knew a lot of what I would be doing. Um, I was very familiar with the type of work that I needed to do, but what I was not familiar with the aspect of how much death I would see. And I work in pediatrics, so it was, it was death of young adults and of children. And I was not fully prepared emotionally or spiritually in the context of being a supportive person to be able to be there to support someone else in their grief journey and their understanding of what's going on. And my situation was mirroring theirs and I was also struggling with the whole mind fuck that happens when you're a parent and you're looking at your parents and they're 
I don't know. It was, it was insane. And all that I can say is that I just needed some solid truths. I was looking for support in a way that I felt like I had never really needed it before. And that is what led me down all of this spiritual search. And I, I found so, so much of what I needed. And I'm so grateful still for everything that I've uncovered. And I can't wait to continue on my spiritual journey just from the standpoint of having a a more solid, a more clear connection, a, a knowing that is so strong that it is undeniable. There's no question that is, that's always the place that I want to be. And really when we come and down to it, to me, it's, it's something that may, everyone makes so much more complicated than it really is. You can look. You can look at the commonalities between Christianity and Ju- Judaism and Buddhists and Hindu and all of the great religions. And you have to strip away all of the intricate details Um, which for some of you who might have grown up in certain religions, that might be, you know, a little bit of an offense and it might challenge a belief system that you have. But at the end of the day, when you're just trying to see what are these central messages, what do they say? Are they similar? Are they not similar? Are they different? And Of course, there are going to be some differences. There are going to be a lot of differences when it goes into when you separate the spirituality from the religious aspect, the religious aspect to me being the cultures that are around it, the very specific details about how you do things and what you do and when you do them and what they mean. But when you separate these things and you simply look at what they want for you to do and what's at the basis of it, so much of the message is the same. So much of the message is love and presence and gratitude and peace and openness and forgiveness and some semblance of having control of the mind, which is usually tangentially related to having presence and pushing away negative thoughts or evil thoughts or however it's phrased within your sector, right? So this is how, this is how I see it. And if you look at spiritual teachers and masters and it's, it's the ancient and then the new And there are all the ones in between, all these smaller and lesser known and huge giant ones like Buddha and Jesus. And you also look down at the people who are more in this realm as 
spiritual masters and spiritual teachers now, like Eckhart Tolle and Deepak Chopra, but they all come into a similar message and they say it their own way, right? So it might be an example about a lot of times that people speak in parables and stories and it might be something about nature and how the flower blooms and, you know, this is a representation of your openness to receive or um, like Deepak Chopra will say, if you are just out in the garden and you pretend like you don't know what anything is called and you look at everything like it's brand new again, this is, you know, this is that place in your mind where you're finding that excitement again. And it's all kind of a similar thing though. They're talking about being present. They're talking about being open to receive love, to be able to have peace. They're talking about the same things. Now I will say that for me, I, I just know that there were some places within my studies, whether it was combing through the Bible on my own without having someone else feeding it to me. I feel like that was always where I struggled because I don't know if that's just part of my personality or I, I, I'm not sure, but I do know that when I read these things for myself, I can feel if it feels like it resonates with me. Does this make sense to me? Does this resonate with me? I mean, there are passages within books and within my spiritual um, search, reading through scripture, etc., that I would break down crying because something was so insanely profound, or I would slam my book down and I would go, Yes, that. Why doesn't anyone say that? Why doesn't anyone say that Jesus told his disciples, you weren't ready for this information as I'm speaking to you now. You won't fully understand it yet for years to come. Why doesn't people, why don't people say that he told them you're all going to interpret this differently? And they did. Even his own disciples, they all heard his message but they felt how it felt to them. And that was what he was saying. How does this feel to you? And interpret it in your way for yourself that makes it feel right. Not one, one statement that is supposed to be the same exact thing for everyone because you are a robot. Like, no, that is the thing. It's, it's so interesting to me. And my point in that is really just to say that you should follow what resonates with you. Follow that, the tears, the tingles, that, you know, place where you get that like feeling down your spine. You're like, oh my gosh, that means something. Listen to these messages because they have meaning. They, they do. And I know for me, um, all of this time, and I call it my pressure cooker, and a lot of people would call it the dark night of the soul. I had a routine that I did walking into work. There is a, a statue. It's a Jesus statue. I, Jesus, to me, 
is my like bridge person. Like he's my bridge. He is the thing that helps me like get closer to that place, that silence place, the place where it's obviously like a connection, all of those things. And when I was going in every single day, I would stand and I would just have my moment and give gratitude. And it was my routine, but it was all based around being in that area. And I think it was probably the very closest thing that I had to feeling like there was one place for me that really helped me feel more elated and just relieve stress and say the things I wanted to say and give gratitude for the things I wanted and to hear any messages that I just needed to hear for that day, whatever I was also struggling a lot a few years into that more like 2018 with a lot of um, turmoil at my job. And so I just needed that spot and I loved that place. And I really, um, I, I have so much gratitude for being able to hold that routine and I, I struggled because I, it's so funny, but I had to switch the place that I parked my car to go to work and it made me walk in a different way. And I went to that place the last day I parked there and I was like, I am going to have to move places. And you know, the only thing that I heard was like, I'm always with you. I'm always with you no matter where you are. And it let me try to expand and have a different view um, and try to do things a little differently. And I started doing other practices to substitute for that time. And a lot of times for me, it was in meditation. I found that the deeper that I went into meditation, and this is the phrase that I had heard before that I completely resonate with at this point in time and I would not have resonated it with with this phrase previously but that the prayer is your request and your answer but that meditation that excuse me that the prayer is your request and your wishes and your your blessings towards others and however you you do your intention in your prayer but that meditation is the answer Um, Another way to say that would be that prayer or in setting intention is your way of speaking to source and God and that meditation is the way of it speaking back to you. And the deeper that I can go within my meditation, I have so many things pop through, so many insights and so much of a deeper connection that I feel like I can access it more easily now. The more that I practice, the more that I do. And Jesus started showing up for me there because I think that he is my person. He's my person as my guide and my, you can think of he, people might not understand that, but like when you have that connection, certain things will pop forward to you. And Jesus always pops forward to me now, never did before. Um, But I think that it's, all part of that calling in to say, um, this is what I'm looking for. I'm seeking it out. And so simplifying this message is really just to say, there are three different ways that people will talk about getting into that place that you have a deeper connection and that you're looking for that spirituality and you're seeking that out. 
And a lot of times um, it's the three S's that I, I think are the most pertinent and it's silence and stillness and solitude. So you're giving yourself a chance to have that space. You're giving a chance for it to happen a chance for those core messages of all the different religions to come through of love, of gratitude, of presence and peace, because we're all born with the right to have all of those things. And that to me is how simple it can be. It's just as simple of finding which one works for you. Is it sitting and being still? Is it being completely silent as it, nurturing a meditative practice within these things is it solitude and going out and connecting to nature it can look like going in solitude and sitting in your laundry room i mean it doesn't matter but what matters is finding what works for you and so here is what i'm leaving me with today in this part one of two which will be um another in-depth discussion on more into the the nitty gritty of silence and the stillness and the solitude um but to simplify spirituality follow the tears follow the tingles follow that which resonates with inside you open yourself to love and gratitude and presence and find the silence stillness or solitude which one works for you may you find beauty even in the very smallest things today. I wish that for you. And I will catch you guys in part two of this episode of Simplifying Spirituality. If you're a person who has been wondering how this whole meditation thing works, then I have something for you. Um, we are offering a free life energy meditation and breath work which is a free download it's a guided meditation and what it satisfies is that question for a lot of people like how am i supposed to breathe when i'm doing this or how am i supposed to focus and so sometimes you just need a little bit of a guide to help you along the way and get you into that very first experience of starting to have those good open connection times and allow some silence to intervene there so that you can get some answers or have those moments where you can have an aha and just get some good connection between yourself and your inner world and the outer world around you. To me, that is always a, um, I, you've heard me describe this, I'm sure, as that place where your divine that is inside you is always able to intermingle with the outer divine all around us. And we need help with that sometimes. And so if you're looking for a little bit of a translation with some scientific pieces mixed in, which I know I needed for my nurse brain, but I love this. It is one of the things that helps me do the best work that is really surging forward in this Synergy Thrive process. And so I've made it free for you. The Life Energy Meditation and Breathwork sign up is, the link is signup.synergythrive.org forward slash breathe. That link again is signup.synergythrive.org 
forward slash breathe and go ahead, put your information there. It will come straight to your inbox and you can do it any time. Happy meditating. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.